Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. this shit over the last year was going to make it possible to to like buy a house on the outskirts of the Los Angeles area (laughs) and I was like and I was like doing the math in my head I was like I'm not that far off like I need a little bit of a crash in the housing market and I'll be able to do it and then that's great and I'll be a homeowner and I'll appreciate and value and all this stuff and it has gotten worse like it has gotten harder to buy a house now like it's it's crazy the housing market like everyone just dug in like nope oh my god it's fucking insane Look at used cars. That's one. Like right now, like there are no yeah. deals on used cars. Like literally, yeah. rent. Uh, what do you call it? Place you rent cars from buying all the used cars up because there's no inventory right now. Right. Like uh, I really same, thought, same I, really thought I was going to be able to buy buy a house like within the next year or two because of the, all this stuff. And no, it like I need it to really crash now. <laughs> when yeah, I, I mean when the I got, rental market took a hit. Like definitely yeah, right. up here, but definitely I, not. I don't think the buying market at all. When I got that gig offer from Maverick Carter uh, to go out to LA, that you turned down. I, I I turned down. I was looking. I was like, all right, me and Andrew Hahn actually. We're like, let's let's. Uh, you know, I was offered a 
sizable amount of money, like a lot of money. And I was like, let's go look, you know, see what the houses are like. Literally had to drive an hour up north to even get into the ballpark of a house that was like way overpriced. You know what I mean? Like my house here in in that area in the valley would have been eight hundred thousand dollars. I paid two hundred and twenty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, our friends, do our friends I don't even know here, how you live in LA. Two million uh, a lot. Our our friends here just bought a house and we finally went up and, and saw it. And it's like it's probably like forty minutes from the valley, right? Up north, like closer way closer to Palmdale than than anything. And um and so we we went up and like I'm looking around in the area and it's a nice house. Like it has this beautiful view over like the valley and everything. It's an incredible house. It's got a pool. It's got, it's got everything you want. Um, and I was, and I was looking around and it's like, even that, like even the houses in that neighborhood were like $800,000. And I'm just I like, know how people do man. it. Like, <laughs> and LA was like, we were, we went around as if that was the funny part. You know, you walk in the real estate agent and you're like, you kind of feel important in a way. You're like, in reality, I'm like, I could never afford this. It was $2 million for like a shack. A shack. I mean, because obviously if you buy the plot, you're taking that house down and building something even more extraordinary. It's like, I don't even know where are these people? Who are these people that can do this? Can't be. How could there be that many of them? You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of wealth disparity in this city. Oh my goodness! I mean, I I actually have a good job. I I do pretty well, and I'm still like poor relatively to this market. Always a bigger fish, Jade. Mar- like cars Always right a bigger now. Fish. I can't even think about buying a new car. They're so expensive. Eighty thousand dollars for a Land Rover or something like that. <laughs> I love a Land Rover. Got to do it. You know? Gotta do it. The opulence, man. I love opulence. I was always like going out there in LA. I don't, I don't quite understand this, but there is a huge pressure on good car, having a good car. Well, because you spend half your time in it. Yeah, you're you you live in your car. That's why. Because everybody drives everywhere, so it's a major. Why not just buy a nice, reliable Toyota? You know, (laughs) there's this pressure to have, like, you know. Well, that's just L.A. in general. Like, L.A. is the most, like, statusy. It's all about, like, your appearance and your presentation, like, more than anywhere else in the world, really. Except maybe, like, Dubai. Yeah, I know that. With Sussman. I remember Sussman was all about that life. Yeah, you gotta have a veneer of of class and and bouginess. Uh, Eden, we got... We're overdue on love questions. Um, I have a love question. That I wanted oh, to bring to the table. Yeah, let's get um, it. So, as you guys know, trivia has started back up. I've been doing trivia. Uh, and the ladies at the have local been ale house. And the, yes, the, yes, that is my love <laughs> question, Jade. How do I deal with the trivia groupies? Ah. Eden, no. Uh, there's so there's a couple teams that have you know are regulars like came pre-pandemic. I got to know them, and now you know Girls. a year plus later. There's one team that has had a significant breakup. And now mm. one of the couples in the team broke up. Post pandemic, the dude kept the team in the divorce. <laughs> He's got a new girlfriend. 
but the, uh, with her friends with will his ex? not stop showing up to trivia. And she's making it pretty much super awkward for everyone. Wait, uh, does y- she have her own team now or like? So she's basically what? been recruiting like one friend at a time, like a different friend each week to come. How many on the team? Two? What's that? How many on a team? Uh, I mean, at least two, anywhere up to like six. You know, sometimes people will show up with a team of six. That's going to help you out. The more people, the better for the most part. But do you think she actually likes trivia? Like, or is she doing this to like spite her? Dude, I I am so perplexed because clearly her ex and his team like trivia more and are more into it. It's something that she used to do. And it's something that she's like insistent upon doing, but mostly I think just to like try to keep some sort of tether to her ex because she knows that's where he's going to be at. And so yesterday her friend like didn't show or something. So she, (laughs) she latched on to my friend, Jason, who came, uh, and absolutely not talked his fucking <laughs> ear off <laughs> is she oh cute God. absolutely not no oh yeah actually that's a good point that's a good oh question. she's not cute <laughs> oh, okay very important questions but wh- what do you do what do you do if you lose your trivia night in the divorce and you're and that's, you keep uh, showing up one that's the breakup isn't that the find breakup? a new one yes yeah they're game night no, like, you got to find new just, shit. Like, sometimes it just happens. Do you not have any pride, this person? Like, why do you do uh, me? I mean, it's it's super obvious that she's not over it. Like, yeah. that's clear. But every week, it's like watching, it's like watching her torture herself. Why yeah, don't you say something? I think it's, so I think there's a slight difference between this, because she's clearly just going... And like just dragging someone along if she can. It's different than if you have been dating someone for a really long time and you actually become friends with their friends and they still ask you to hang out and stuff. You know what I mean? Like with like right. not like if just be, like if he's not there and like there's something going on, like like I would like I do that. I mean, I, I've done that before in the past where like one time an ex asked me to stop hanging out with his friends and I was like, well, you know, through the course of the relationship, they became my friends too. Like they're the ones inviting me to go out to do things. I think that's a little different than just right. showing and, like, up. The mutual friends are like being cool and like being yeah. nice with her. Cause like she went and like to talk to them. Right. Like after trivia yesterday. And, but like, yeah, it's like the, the dude has clearly moved on, has a new right. girlfriend. Oh, that's the rough part, man. Like, and she's uh, just subjecting herself to this, like, why? every week, week after week, dude. Oh, my God. It's rough. Why don't you say something, Maze? Oh, my God. You can't. You cannot. You yeah, absolutely I don't no? think that that, uh, that's definitely not my Not job. your job as, as trivia host, like. My job is to be nice to her and, you know, say, like, hi, like, trivia. nice to see you again, yeah. like, at Trivia. Thanks for coming. You need coded trivia questions that'll make her get the point somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Current events. 
When well, do you I know think... that it's time to stop showing up to your ex's activities? Honestly, I think Something this is like a that. situation where she's just going to have to realize it herself at some point. It's like, just going to happen eventually, yeah. Yeah, I don't see... Because if she has any friends in her life, they've already told her. Is, like, is, the, told is her. the guy showing up with other women? I may have missed that. Yeah, thing. He's, that got, he's got a new girlfriend. That's oh, okay, so they have to... They have to have an aggressive amount of PDA over the next couple of trivia nights <laughs> there's, to, there's to get her out. Like more than enough. Like it's, no, I mean aggressive. Like <laughs> grinding each other after they get an answer right. And Maze, maybe maybe you gotta maybe you gotta start. You know, turn the lights down low and yeah, turn the music the up and just yeah. prom- promote the environment. Yeah, that'll really do it. Because we had, there was one previous like trivia team breakup that happened, but that was much more like abrupt and explosive. Like the dude, the the girl kept the team, the dude showed up, and there was kind of like a tiff, you know? And then the dude stopped showing up, right? But in this situation, I, yeah, like it's going to take something extreme, like Zach is proposing. There's never, like, does it seem like there's never been a confrontation between them? Like, she's never tried to, like, sort of talk to him? Or, like, she, you know, you said that she talks to his friends, but, like. Right. It, she got dumped, is what it seems like. And yeah, he's not talking clear. to her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what appears to be the situation. And I honestly can't blame him. But. I mean, she's a little on the. Yeah. I mean, I think side. the most reasonable outcome here is next time like his team wins around and his girlfriend's there their prize is they they get to go fuck in the bathroom <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like they get to vote her out of trivia no no no, like, no. they get to go fuck trivia, in the bathroom and then, and then she knows like, that you know four minutes later when they come out she knows what happened yeah yeah I mean, the bar owner would be down to to bring up the the sexuality of of trivia night. I think he'd be oh, in person. Oh, a sexy trivia night? Are you kidding me? What does that even too much money. My big love, <laughs> and really just a lot of pain. What is a sexy trivia night? That is a <laughs> Eden. If you Eden, have to ask, uh, yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> just just show up one time, all right? And I'll show you. <laughs> just yeah, let's. I mean, it's come on. You See, clearly when I read do some not live in lyrics, California. You know? Like, that's what really gets the people going, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I have the trivia nights I've been to have, have not, oh. I cannot really use the adjective sexy to d- describe oh, them. Oh, you're on the wrong ones. And now, yeah. Two words strip trivia. Make it happen. Oh. There you go. E, do you have a, do you have a question? Um, we have, me and Maze had another one that we discussed that I had pulled up and I'm not stalling for time as I find it again. Or no, because you know what the interesting thing is about this, Eden, is that you're not stalling for time, right? You're not just waiting to pull up what that other question was. No, and I'm not. I have By the time right you're here. done talking. Yeah, you've got it right there. So go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to you interrupt. You had it yeah. this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't stalling for time. Um, appreciate you, Zach. <laughs> so this guy, there was a tweet that May sent me. Um, it was a Reddit <clears> post. It looks like, and it says the topic is drinking soda is a turnoff. 
Went on a date with a guy the other night at a pretty nice restaurant. I ordered water, he ordered Coke. Through the evening, he drank three or four full-sized glasses of Coke, and I ghosted afterwards. IDK, it's just gross. <laughs> like, grow up. I'm sorry. I think that's like, just so funny. When's the last time you ordered a soda at anywhere that wasn't a fast food place? Yeah. Like, it's been a decade, at least. Like, also, I can't even think of it. Like, three or four glasses of Coke is a lot. So now, you know now, that this be- person drinks these, like... Yeah. their water to him. They've yeah, got two liters at home. Here. Um, here's a question. Eden, what would be the bigger turnoff? Ooh. Go out with a guy, nice restaurant, and he orders Coke or he orders a glass of milk? <laughs> well, is he having just one glass of milk or is it three or four glasses no, of milk? It, you know what? We'll say four, gla- four glasses of Coke and two glasses of milk. Okay, that so it's either two a or four. Tough one. Yeah, because because more than one would be like, what the fuck's happening here? Why? why That's a lot that of milk. milk. It's a lot. I of mean, woof. Um, oh god, if I had to pick between the two, I think I would say Coke is a bigger turnoff because yeah, milk, she's healthy. Zach. You can yeah, you can pass that off as like I'm loading up on car. Uh, Proteins and, and calcium, right? Hmm? Like Coke is just sugar. It is just high fructose corn sh- corn syrup. Like I'm not saying I want to go out with someone on a date and have them drink like four glasses of milk. I'm just saying if I must pick between the two, yeah. I think I'm going milk. Like the best part we- of this is that either way, either of those situations sounds like teenage maze. Like th- th- <laughs> that was very likely what I would order. <laughs> At a nice it's restaurant. A coke. Here's the here's the problem. There is no there is no good answer, right? It's a, it's yeah. a loss no matter what. That is like, funny though. Like Jade, why is four rum and cokes acceptable, but yeah. four cokes isn't? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Like if you if you have coke it's in a your mix, adult drink. drink. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, it's like on the but, on the mixed drink scale or the cocktail scale, like it's pretty. You know, grow up. Same it type is, of shit. It is. It's a know? college drink, right? Like it's a first time having alcohol drink. Um, but I just think that if someone is drinking four full glasses of soft drink at dinner, like that is part of their way of life. And yeah, I, it is not a part of mine. Like I quit drinking soft drinks. Like no one made me. I, I made the decision to in like seventh grade. Like my parents already didn't really let us drink that many. But I was just like, I don't. I mean, that's when I started running cross country and I was just like, I'm just going to try to not drink them. And it's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. Like, I mean, once a year or something, I'll like crave like a Coke Icy or something or like really want like a fountain Sprite or something and I'll get it. But like, yeah, usually it's, it's I'll, literally usually like I'll go Sprite three or times a year. Yeah. Every once in a while, Sprite. I'm like, yeah, give me a Dr. Pepper. And ginger ale. Gots. Ginger ale I like is good. The Sprite. I like the Sprite. But yeah, man, that that's just something that you don't even see often, you know. Well, so the novelty of running into somebody just guzzling the, soda, the yeah, it'd probably is, be alarming. Uh, my brother is one of those people. Ooh. So, and it is just one of those things where I'm just like, I just, I don't, I guess, I don't understand it for one. Because like I said, I just made the decision on my own a long time ago and I've never looked back. I've never, I don't miss it. Like I said, I don't know. 
But it, it just like bothers me that like, yo, it's like, do you look at how many grams of sugar are in that? Of course not. They're not looking at it. That's why they're okay with drinking it. But I'm just like, it is just all processed high fructose corn syrup. Like I just have, and I know that different people have different priorities, but man, I just, I can't. Like that is not something I want to be around. And I just don't think it's healthy for people in the long run. No, Sorry, I mean, to get on my fast track to diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. It's not called diabetes for a reason. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Betis zero. Wait, so what was the question for this guy? Oh, is it I, just that he ordered? I wanted to nope. discuss it and, like, if you guys have... No, it's, it's, it's the correct instinct. Situation. It's the correct instinct. I feel like this is much more likely to happen to women than to men. Yeah, if a girl's drinking four sodas... <laughs> on a be, date, I'd, I'd, probably be, like, I'd be weirded out if she ordered one and just drank the. I'd be like, "What's happening here?" Yeah, I feel like unless it was like the only time I'll have like a soda at a restaurant is if they do like really nice like Italian sodas or something with like Ooh, real. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I wouldn't mind. You know, I wouldn't mind a sampling of that. Right, that's different. That makes sense. Like that's and and you have one right. You have one. You don't you don't have all four that are on the yeah. menu. Like, yeah, I think one is passable. Or if someone's got a stomach issue, I know that ginger ale, the carbonation and the ginger made, if it has real ginger in it, can help with stomach issues. Um, but uh, that's a stretch, you know. I'm, I'm just like trying to make it make sense in my head. And it's, it's, I'm sorry, man, grow up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even in fast food places, I'll usually I just forgo the drink. I'll get like if it's an in and out, I'll get a milkshake. I prefer yeah. to do that. But like the only situation where I'm like, I definitely need a soda is glass bottle coke at a taqueria. Yes. Yeah, that I will but do. That's for different sure. too. It's yeah. like a special situation and like And it's real sugar and it's yeah. a glass and bottle. I, 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 and like I don't mind at a fast food place getting a soda. I think it cuts with yeah. the right, yeah, uh, there's thing. something yeah, about like, how soda there goes is, you know? fast foods. Like it just goes. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but how often a, a are we like doing like a that? Decent restaurant. Like- but yeah, I think that's the thing. Is like the post that it was like a sort of like a nice restaurant too. Like I don't think we're talking about like an Applebee's here. And those are probably like three dollars a pop. Those cokes, you know, like that's an expensive. Like you're racking them up. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we solved that. Salt it. Reeling love question section. Thank you, Eden. Thank you for your. For witnessing relationship train wrecks in my life. Yeah. Feeling the need to talk about it behind people's backs on a podcast. Yeah. No, but it's. it's Bring a her on. Topic, though. Like. Nah, we don't want to do that, Zach. She'll talk for like 25 minutes and mention her ex boyfriend seven times. One of those. Yeah. Yeah, my like I saw I saw her join join up with my buddy on on the team yesterday and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> and then he was telling me like <laughs> she did not stop talking the entire time. <laughs> and that is that takes a lot of energy. Like A lot, yeah. Hello Fresh. I love Hello Fresh. Let me tell you about Hello Fresh. You get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip those trips to the grocery store, people, and count on HelloFresh to make 
home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Let me just tell you, I got this. Came right to my door, excellently packed, um, really um, exquisite proteins inside of that. All of the ingredients and all the ingredients that you need to make the dishes that it comes with. As opposed to the many times I go to the grocery store and buy, let's say, 12 scallions, but only need two. And then I got 10 scallions sitting in my fridge for another four or five months or whenever I try to attempt to cook on my own. But what is nice about HelloFresh, it comes with the recipes, super easy to follow, super easy to follow. And pre everything's pre-measured. Um, and you can put it together. And uh, this is what I tell people. If you're having a date, you don't need to tell them it's HelloFresh. You know, and you can be the the hero of the night by preparing a super um, sophisticated meal for you, your loved one, or even for your family like I did. Uh, also, HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes to choose from each week. So you can kind of like set yourself up. If you have having family coming in for the weekend like I do, it's something I will get and not have to worry about it. From vegetarian meals to crap burgers, uh, extra special gourmet options, there's something for everyone to enjoy with all the recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh has a wide variety of easy, delicious options for all three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Dings12, use our code Dings 12 for 12 free meals, 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Dings 12 and use the code Dings 12 for 12 free meals. That's including free shipping. Telling you, you're going to love it. Justin Stamer at the J-Man. He's the J-Man, 831. In Batman v Superman, Wally loses his legs, which begs the question, would you rather lose your legs or your arms, and why? Legs. Absolutely legs. Like, you wouldn't be able to do... Like, you could walk. That's the only thing you could do. Then you wouldn't be no, able to do anything else. that's not true. So, I have... Like, I used to work at a restaurant, and um, there's this girl that used to come in. I think she had, like, a birth defect or something, but, like, she had no arms. And um, she like learned to she she ate with like she used her feet to like hold utensils. So she sat down. Yes. Took her shoes off. Yes. And used like a fork or yeah. whatever. I think she was using chopsticks actually. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I could. That's just quite impressive. Yeah. So, but I think that I mean, in if in that she could use chopsticks and eat like you know she's not making mess I mean, this is like she was a she was a teenager like she's not like a little child either like she's clearly been she's clearly had this existence for like a right. long time and adapted to it like as a way of life and well like you said birth defect like i feel like growing up that way you know you're probably than losing one yeah you're probably more That's likely true. to be able to right. learn how to do something like that what, yeah. Whereas what if you suddenly I, lost your arms. I got disconnected there when you were asking it. What was it? Uh, would you rather lose your legs or your arms, Jade? Jesus, God. 
the hell ass is this? <laughs> this is so weird. I'm, I've, I don't know. It's hard. I don't. No idea. I think I would really I, struggle with it. I think the world is more set up for people without legs than it is for people without arms. Yes. In terms of like right. just even the prosthetics, right? Not that they don't have prosthetic arms, but just in terms of use and everything. Like, right. Yeah. Unless you're going to get like some kind of bionic technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just don't think it's – I think everything is way more set up for people without legs. For sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good it point. Is. I mean, you can get, there's more technology on the leg replacement. Well, just the hand is so much more involved, right? Like right, exactly. The yeah. nerves and the each finger, like the way, like the joints, like you don't really use the joints in your toes all that much. I mean, except for like for balance, but well, I feel like the prosthetics are sort of have figured that out. Like you mm-hmm. see people run marathons without feet, right? Right. But yeah, like I don't think they've quite like I think we're getting there, but I don't think they've quite perfected the hand movements yet. Yeah. And there's people that use wheelchairs that still have legs and even that still have legs that work. Like sometimes people just are in a wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly who I was thinking of. Yes, that is the truth. But (laughs) you don't see people choosing not to use their hands if they can soccer players that is not a choice that is the law speaking of soccer niku mystery wants to know who y'all rolling with for the euros i'm actually looking at that right now um commercial Ilya just sent me a uh, fantasy lineup to do and i am not gonna lie i am just gonna basically pick a lineup that fits within the parameters of the money that i am allowed to use because i don't know any of these guys when's it start correct answer today right yeah it starts in an hour italy turkey Hmm. denmark versus finland yeah, I usually ride with yeah. Italy or France, so I will. I'll go with France because they still got. Mbappe. Is Germany good? Germany, I don't think is good, as good right? as they used to be. Okay. What? I mean, I'm I know. Going, I'm going Belgium. Fire, like, they're really good, and they're um, in Belgium's number one. France is oh, number they? two. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just guessed. That. All <laughs> Brazil's right. uh, yeah, number go, three. Go with the best team. England number four. Um, but England's never going to get it done, man. We've got Brazil, Belgium. Wait. Oh, this is a different one. Um, yeah. France, Portugal, Portugal, England, Belgium. Those are the, are the we big all, names. We're all watching Italy. this as a people. What, how do I follow this? I got to get a FIFA app or something. Yeah, how do you watch this stuff? I agree. Like, it's so far hard to find these now. That's the thing. I I want it like I, all of a Soccer sudden everyone's into F one, right? Everyone's into F one racing all of a sudden, and so like I started thinking, all right, I'll get into it. And they're like, all right, watch this Netflix show. It's gonna. That's why everyone's hyped. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'm like, when are the races? And people are like, oh, very early Sunday morning. What the fuck? I gotta get up at like five a.m. out here to watch a race that all right. doesn't involve. Same bowl. It says it looks here, like you can watch it on ABC, ESPN. ESPN, ESPN2 has all 51 matches. 
Univision, 11 of 51 matches. And you can get Fubo TV to get all the matches too. It's the Euro Cup. Is there an app where I can follow Euro 2020? But it's 2021. So how does that work? That's a great question. Great question. (laughs) They delayed it, I guess. And they're just not going to it. And we're just not going to update it? Cool. No. That makes a lot of marketing sense there. We're doing it a year later. Do it live. Doing it live. ABC, I believe. ESPN. Let's see. Excited for this. Um, about TV, Miz. Oh man. Well, Eden and I. Oh, no, I'm not caught up. Oh, she didn't watch it. I have to watch the finale still. So Eden still got to watch the finale of Mayor of Easttown, which is done. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. I think it still peaked in episode five, though. Eden, that was definitely uh, like. damn. Okay. Uh, the heartbeat one. Um, Hacks just wrapped up. That's. They were dropping two episodes every Thursday, so it ran for five weeks. Uh, that was really good. I really enjoyed the season. Really does a good job of just kind of balancing laugh out loud comedy stuff with like heart and punch. And it's got a great performance from Gene Smart, who's also in Mayor of Easttown. Loki came out, which is the new Marvel show. And it was only one episode, but I I like this concept better than the last two that have already come out this year. It's being created. It was created by a Rick and Morty guy, and it's got a couple Rick and Morty writers. And so there's nobody that does multiverse time travel, kind of make it clever and also interesting than Rick and Morty. So it makes sense that this is kind of the stepchild of that. Eden, did you or did anybody check out the the Bo Burnham special at all? No, but I've yes, heard it's brilliant. It's pretty wild. It's, I mean, I've ne- I was never like a huge Bo Burnham, like I never watched most of his stand ups or anything like that. But obviously, it's mostly kind of comedy songs that he does. Uh huh. Yeah. The, the songs are like he's really musically he talented singing. and he's got a good voice. I just heard so who like, this person was good. this week. I never even oh, heard yeah? of him. Yeah, well, yeah I know he talked about, about it about a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Amin, too. Amin was like clueless. Amin? Yeah. You said Amin? Yeah, because he's white. He's white. So he's. <laughs> yeah. It's called Inside. It's, you know, he made it by himself in a room during the pandemic. Yeah. It's a lot of songs, and it's like 90 minutes, and it does get pretty – it also kind of does veer into kind of dark existentialism, which, of course, you know, a lot of people experienced last year. It's got some really catchy songs, and it's pretty entertaining, but I haven't really been able to watch more than like 15, 20 minutes at a time, so I'm still like working my way through that, but that was interesting. What else we got? Um, I'm trying to think here. So this isn't uh, this isn't a new show. You guys have heard of The Office. Um, office. Whoa, what? Tell yeah, me more. Yeah. Never heard. So of The it. Office is this little known uh, show from. It's a little independent show. And uh, no, but I've been listening to um, 
so Kevin from the office has a podcast. Yeah. I've heard about this. Yeah. So I've been, I've been listening to the podcast and it caused me to go back and, and watch the show because I've just learned so much about how right. everything was shot, how everything was created, how everything was like, just what the process was. And that the people like in the background, like, cause you're like, everyone is in pretty much every scene. Right. So like you're right. always there and you're, and they, and they were given, they weren't like really given like, okay, now you have to do this. You have to do that. Like, it's kind of like, all right, you know what we're doing on like on camera. So do what you want in the, in the background. So everyone's kind of having these like mini shows in the background. And I've been focusing the most on the accounting department with like Angela and Oscar and, and Kevin, uh, because he's giving so many stories about what they were doing and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to go back and watch and just look at shit in the background. Yeah. Cause people are just That's like supposed to be like, Hey, you're at work in an office. Go act like that. And they had a lot of like, web series types like i wasn't there like a whole they did yeah they had all these webisodes and stuff because they realized like what saved them there are two things that saved that show from from being canceled early on one was after they got picked up for a few episodes for season two that's when 40 year old virgin came out oh, yeah. and all of a sudden steve crow was a star right yep and, and so when he got that the hair helped. fixed yeah and then and then also uh video ipods so mm. they were all, all of a sudden like everybody would. They, so the ratings were whatever. The ratings were anything special, but they were like the number one show on on iTunes. And so once they figured out like, oh, we're actually doing great on iTunes, that kind of helped boost the show as well. So then they would have all these like web things that they realized like, I mean, they had like cast members on like MySpace promoting the show and shit like that. <laughs> as their Amazing. characters. No, just as themselves. Oh, okay. Just had like just like Jenna Fisher on on MySpace, like, hey, watch the office tonight. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's, a, it's a fun podcast. It's like very, very interesting conversations. Yeah. And the and he just had I haven't listened to it yet, but um he just had Steve Carell on uh for like an hour or so. I'm always looking at our category now on iTunes just to, you know, scope out the competition, Zach. And it's it's so funny to me that like the most successful TV and movie podcasts are just like, let's grab a random cast member from like some big pop culture thing from like 10, 20 years ago and like make them do a podcast. So it's like the right. dude from Gilmore girls <laughs> right? and like the two like lower tier hobbits, like Mary and Pippin have a podcast. And then I like know. two of the washed up girls from the OC. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. This podcast is number one uh, for TV and film right now. It's crazy. Yeah, Kevin, crushing it. By the way, we're twenty second without those gimmicks. Yeah, climbing. We didn't even. We weren't even in a, an old TV show that you used to like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, not yet. Uh, I also checked out like the. F- first episode of the netflix show sweet tooth which is about like animal human hybrids and will forte has like a deer baby it was i don't know i don't know if i will continue (laughs) with that it sounds exactly like what it was and then i started watching in the heights which is the lin-manuel miranda movie musical that came out on hbo um it's the show he did before hamilton and so far you know he's in the Sopranos. Lynn? Yeah. Yeah, he like for like a second, right? Like Yeah, plays a bellboy. Yeah, cuz he's also 
there's there's like an episode of New Girl or something where he shows up and he's on a bus. He had like a really low key acting career, like New York acting career, while he was like doing theater and stuff. It's actually it's one of those it's more it's one of those cameos that's very quick, but he gets a very close up isolated shot of his reaction to them. Mm -hmm. It's not just like he's in the background. Yeah, that was his second second gig, first like real gig of the two thousands. He did two episodes of House. An episode of Modern Family. An episode of How I Met Your Mother. That's what I was thinking of. He's on the bus in How I Met Your Mother. There was a few in season six of uh, actors that you'll see in the future with Sopranos. I can't remember who the other ones are, but finished it up. By the way, did you ever get to the end, Sopranos? No, I like... I made it to the sixth season and then something derailed me and then I did not really? complete it. Yeah. This woman showing up at trivia every goddamn week. Yeah. Trying to, you know, <laughs> real, is a, real distractions, Zach. Six, you know what I'm saying? Six is a trip. It's a tr- six is so different. But I really liked it. I thought it was excellent. I actually went. I got so into it, man. I was Yesterday I was doing all the Gandolfini interviews from way back when. You know, he's an interesting person. Oh yeah, yeah he's fascinating. Not not at all similar to Tony, <laughs> but man, they loved him on set. They loved him. People like he was the clear leader. But uh, you know the do you know the the controversy with the final episode? Yeah, Whatever yeah. I mean, call it. And everybody like, hated it. Everybody thought that their t- TVs cut out and they lost power or cable or whatever because right, yeah. when i watched it the first time i did not get it like I, I didn't at all get it and then when i watched it it was uh yesterday i think or the day before i was to- i totally knew what happened like i was like oh I, you know I yeah i think it. that's just yeah. mostly that people are you know, extremely high expectations and they just weren't expecting the ending like that. But I think artistically it makes sense and it works, you know? And like, maybe you just need to take the shock value off of the moment. But I think that, I think that that was just because of how much pressure it built up for that show by the end of the sixth season, you know, like it was, really huge water cooler water cooler everybody talking about it type thing it's a great it's a great decode like with all the you know easter eggs in it and stuff like that really good i just thought it was fantastic in fact i was going through them at such a pace that i got to that episode not knowing it was the finale Mm mm-hmm and I'm like, oh, shoot, this is the scene that's – I, I didn't even know. I was just like – I thought they were at the restaurant. I didn't remember what it looked like. And then uh, I stopped it and then went back, and I had to go through the whole um, skeleton of episodes to see. And I was like, oh, shit, this is the last one. I got literally 10 minutes left in it, you know. And uh, it's good. It's such a great show. The best ever. The best ever. There it is. Crown him. Until I watch The Wire again. Until he changes his mind. Classic Jade. He. Uh, Do you guys know there's a fifth ocean, by the way? 
This has been yes. bothering me. Yeah, no, this actually this came Pacific, up in my Atlantic, Indian, Indian, and Arctic. Antarctic, and Southern. Southern What's the Southern? Southern Ocean. Ocean. It's the opposite Antarctic. of the Arctic. Mm, why don't bro. they just call it the Antarctic Ocean, bro? Bro, that'd be bro. too simple, Eden. Speaking of, uh, as we continue down the, uh, you know what else I watched? By the way, I went in a huge Tales of the Sea. Uh, kick i I've lost, lost track i watched yeah. um the bounty which is mutiny on the bounty with um anthony hopkins daniel day lewis mel gibson sir lawrence olivier is in this movie i believe yeah real um, end of an era great uh, liam neeson i mean it was like dude how did this i'd never even heard of it and um it's fantastic great great movie I also watched this movie called Contiki, K-O-N-T-I-K-I, about these Norwegians that sailed from Peru to Polynesia to prove that the Polynesian islands were populated from the west and not the east. Great. I really like that. And there's an actual documentary from the 1950s that won, Oscar, won an Academy Award about it. Um, that was amazing. Um and then The Sopranos I did. And and then I just watched Escape from Alcatraz. Have you ever seen this fucking movie with Clint Eastwood? Great no. movie. Wow. Unfortunate shit bad Clint Eastwood is in it. But like, yeah, great movie. Dude, it's such a, I, like, I don't know. I'd have to go and trace it. But in terms of like um, tension thriller kind of stuff, like a diehard movie or something like that. Oh, yeah, you it's know? prison. Of course, there's tension. <laughs> it's But it's a lot of like the second half that there's not much dialogue. But it's uh man, that's a great movie. So good. And then it's my it got second me favorite a- Alcatraz movie. It's great. What's what's the first one? The oh Rock. Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then I uh um I got onto this thing because I'd watched it on this very weird app called Popcorn something. Um and so I started watching this documentary on this hold on, let's see if I can find it here. Uh it's called Memory. Um, and it's about the guy who did Alien. Ridley Scott? His? No, not the um. What is his name? Um, um. Let's see here. Let's see. No, it's, oh, it's really Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Oh, Lovecraft. Okay. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, I mean, they had that show Lovecraft Country that came out. He uh, Lovecraft was like a big sci-fi horror guy. It, it, he was the he, like all the stuff in True Detective season one about Cthulhu and the Yellow King and shit. That was all. That's Lovecraft. all him. Oh, so, so Lovecraft yeah. Country is based on his work. It's inspired. It's like inspired. It's like uh, what if his monsters and stuff were real. It's and almost like a world like a that lives in that. Predecessor to Philip K. Dick or something like that, you know? Yes. I mean, he's a little, I mean, I, I can't believe him, but I think he's weirder than Philip K. Dick, which is hard totally. to do. I know. But yeah, you know I know you with the aliens. It's definitely more like supernatural, like fantastical horror, whereas Philip K. Dick is all like sci-fi. This is, you know, uh, you know just for me, 
I'm very, I'm very provincial in my genres. I like something and I go full tilt on it and I stay away from all these other ones. And science fiction, like the movie Alien, for instance, up until recently, just never interested me. And now it does, which is going to be my next watch. But um, Alien and Aliens, the sequel, are fucking amazing. Even the third one's really good. Like the the it's like the same as Alien versus Predator. I mean, when I was a kid, Alien Alien was scary to me. Like Alien was too, it was too scary. Yeah, it's it's the first one is a horror movie. Yeah, right. they, they yeah. did the Jaws should have like they didn't really show it all that much, right. you know. And he shows up like an hour in or something like that, and then the second one is like let's bring in James Cameron and it's in a war movie. It's completely different. Oh, 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 oh! Speaking of Ridley Scott, what did I just watch of his that I really, really liked? What was that? Um, Master Commander. No, no, no. Um, but anyway, Memory. Check this. This is a great documentary about a subject I don't think many people know about. And he goes way back, this Lovecraft guy, to like the 1930s, you know. Um, it was very, very good. So what do you got, Eden? Hmm? What you been watching? Um, I'm watching, I'm still finishing Beyond Evil, which is, uh, the show I mentioned last time. It's about a serial killer that's been active for like 20 years in a small town. Um, and they're slowly unraveling the courses, like the, the things that happened 20 years ago in present day. It's really well done. It's very intense. It's very dark. Um, and there's a lot of like misdirection and like you think it's you think that it it was somebody or you think that it was the killer that they caught but then you realize there's like a whole lot of shit like a whole lot of cover-ups involving politicians and the police um i don't want to give too much away but it's it's pretty good it's a solid serial killer show um that's not quite like it's not it's not very procedural but it's like i don't know it's really well done it's intense and dark that's my shit let me uh, me tell you about this married at first sight that i've been binging with aaron oh my god (laughs) what an insane show wait is this is this like it's so good is it like the the 90 day fiance show is it like it, similar it, vibes? It's or? similar. Like they literally do not see each other until they go to the altar. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Their family gets invited. Like their family is at this wedding and that's when they meet. And so like half the dudes will show up and go introduce themselves to the parents before, before they've even met the bride. Oh, that's funny. And then they just have, and then they have seven weeks to figure it out or eight weeks <laughs> to figure it out. And then, and then at that point, like if they decide they don't want to, remain married then they, they like get an Wait, annulment do or they whatever. have they interacted before no it's no just... it's blind they, who chooses like, it the producers yeah is it like the, well the producers and like allegedly these like like relationship therapists whatever so yeah they have like they okay. have three they have three counselors um and one of them is this woman and her name is dr pepper schwartz that's right her name is dr pepper which i find fucking amazing schwartz. Uh, but, but so yeah they like go through this whole you know process and filling oh. out these questions and all this stuff and then that's it's just... like they match them up and they meet at the wedding at the altar 
And then they go and then they all go on like a group honeymoon, you know, to like Costa Rica or Panama or something like that. And like, that's like day two of them knowing each other is this. And then like some people are like, so do we have sex? What do we do? I don't know you. What do we do? It's like, it's fascinating. It's not good TV, but it's fascinating. It's fucking addicting. What, um, do any of them last or have you made it that far? Um, so we've watched I mean, no spoilers, uh, three obviously, seasons now, <laughs> and I would say like probably half of them each season, like yeah. decide to remain married. And then at lasting past that, I have no idea. That's interesting. But one dude, one dude told this woman like he wouldn't like kiss her or anything. And for the most part, they're like, OK, we'll kiss a little bit. Right. Like right. relatively early on, because there is this weird dynamic of like we're married. We should oh. be. Like in love and except you haven't met this person before. And so there is this weird, like traditional dynamic fucking with a lot of these people. But this dude, like after a few days had told her and she was like perfectly fine looking, like she wasn't hot, but she was not ugly. He's just like, I'm, he's like, I'm not attracted to to you. And when we kissed, I was repulsed. Wow. But then wouldn't want to like, wouldn't want to, he was trying to be nice the whole time and he wouldn't, even consider like no of course we're gonna make this work like he was always doing that and then at one point she basically just like she's like are you gay like and it wasn't like trying to be like accused like she was genuinely curious because like they had had apparently she uh, uh let all this stuff out later she was like she's like we had had sex a couple of times and he didn't want anyone to know he didn't want the producers to know that we had had sex and he was like super weird during it and super weird after and like all these things and it's just like it's just it's it's just bizarre but it's addicting. Wait, so was he? Uh, I don't know. Un- inconclusive. He claim he claims no. Okay. Um. So I guess you got to believe him. But I've looked at, I looked for evidence, and he he simply has he. Oh, <laughs> the weird thing, his job before was he was like he ran like these speed dating sessions, uh, <laughs> like he put those together, and and I guess he had actually seen her like three weeks earlier. At oh, one of these. she was with a friend. She was like yeah. supporting a friend. And so after they got married, he tells his friends, he's like, I've met her before. I met her like three weeks ago. And wow. but she didn't remember. Yeah. That's she funny. didn't remember. And so um, and so I've looked on I looked on <laughs> I've done extensive search. And by that, I found him on Instagram and it's just a photography account now. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't figure out I can't mm-hmm. figure out what this dude's deal is. But there's a lot of a lot of questions, a lot of forums on the old internet trying to figure out what yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot of Reddit. Was there a Reddit? Oh, a lot of Reddit pages. Yeah, a lot of Reddit pages. <laughs> His, it was uh, 1492. It's the one. The movie, With yeah. uh, Jean, uh, what's his name there? Depardieu. Gerard Depardieu? Gerard Depardieu. Great movie. Especially when they're boating over. That was That was the reason I watched it. Yeah, you only watching movies with boats. Put a boat on the ocean. I'm watching it, baby. Love a good storm at sea. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, you'll love uh, next week's Cinephobe then, Jade. LXG with Captain Nemo and the Nautilus. A lot of tales from the sea on that one. Nice. 20,000 leagues under the sea, if you know what I'm saying. I'm running out of movies. That's Uh, not true. That's impossible, man. (laughs) Is is that it Um, for the show? Anything else, Mace? One last thing. Uh, it's it's funny because Stars, which has been a one of the saving graces of Cinephobe in the past, like a lot of Cinephobe movies usually end up on Stars, and we end up going to them. But 
I, you know, I got stars for a month at the full price. And then when I, when I broke up with stars, they were really desperate to get me back. So they keep emailing me every once in a while. And they're like, Hey, you're showing up, come back 99 cents for a whole month, baby. Like join, come on, come back. So I did it. I was like, all right, a dollar, I'll do it. And then I do the thing that I try to always do, which Zach and I talk about where you, you sign up and then you immediately cancel so that as soon as your dollar month is over, it's just done. Hit you with so the I, auto renew. Yeah. I did that. And then, and then they're like, what about another month for $2? Woo! <laughs> so I got two it whole months system. of stars for three bucks, which Break is cheaper right than now. any Cinefo movie we've done. Break up with them right now. I'm, it's it's already over. They just don't know it. And then there's a new show on Sunday called Blind Spotting, which is based on the movie Blind Spotting from 2018 with David Diggs and his friend Rafael Casal. It's a really good movie about Oakland. So check out that movie. Check out the new show. That's all I got. Helen Hunt's in it. Hopefully she doesn't get hit by a truck. And for Zach Harper, Eden Liu, and Jade Hoy, I'm Anthony Mays, and we'll see you next time on the Mailbag. All right. All right. Bye, y'all. That was fun. All right. Do we, were we, I, re, I was recording. Do you want us to send tracks, or are we? You all got them? I fucked up. Damn. We'll get it one day. One day. Oh, I got it backed up. All right. All right. Later. Later. Yes, world from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Buenos Dias World from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.